Welcome back on board the USS Jaws Obsession, where we're here to share with you, prove to you, convince you, or remind you that Jaws is the greatest movie of all time. So this month alone, listeners have tuned in to the Jaws Obsession from 13 different countries on five different continents. Uh, that's pretty special. It shows that Jaws is a movie that has lasted almost half a century that people are interested in not only learning about Jaws, but the potential that we have here as a Jaws community in making the movie uh, more enjoyable and making the future more special for those who want to learn and enjoy Jaws. Some of the new countries that have popped up on the board here, we have Spain lurching into the number three spot behind the United Kingdom and the United States. Uh, great to see. Uh, some And then some new countries that we haven't seen before. We have a couple of listeners in Ukraine and uh, Brazil. And then we have Israel has popped up on the board. Oh, Denmark as well. Let's not forget Denmark. I see them there and there as well. Exponentially, we are growing every day. And it's exciting to see. It's only through the help of you listening right now. Let's just say this. I'm very busy here working on what we're going to announce for episode 20. Let's just say this is going to take, we're in this for the long haul. This is going to take better part of the year that we're going to have to come together as a Jaws community and make this happen. So we're working very hard here behind the scenes. And we really don't have the, uh, the manpower to push this through the social media networks. And we rely on you, the listener, and you all are doing a very great job because um, we just see listen, uh, we just see the audience growing every day. So it's very exciting to see, and I am very grateful for it. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. 
We've had great reactions to episode 10, our last episode of Who Broke the Orca. That was a very special episode. Uh, I'd like to thank again John Tedder of Quince Shark and Shack over at Etsy.com for coming on the show. Uh, he's our resident orca specialist. Did He did a wonderful job. We had a special episode there. So if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it because you're going to see that's exactly what we're talking about by, by making the movie more enjoyable by knowing the details that are going on inside the movie. And how can we actually expand on that knowledge? Well, we're going to find out. So what uh, what John brings to the show is he, he is actually working, if you go to his Orca Rebuild channel on YouTube, Orca Rebuild, uh, just search on YouTube, he's rebuilding the Orca on his own. And it's uh, it's taken quite a while, but he is researching he's down to the very last detail he's going in there and getting it all correct it's an amazing project but what he personifies is the quintessential jaws fan see jaws is a working class movie it was made uh, by the hard work and sacrifices by fishermen boaters islanders uh, actors and crew everybody back in 1974 had to get their hands dirty to make jaws the director steven spielberg the actors Everybody. And that's the appeal of it. It's a working class movie and it's enjoyed by working class people around the world. So it's the same for the Jaws fans. The Jaws fans that are on, to this day, we are all um, uh, working class folks that actually the movie speaks to us, each of us in a different in a different way. And uh, we find a com- commonality, a common ground, I should say, whether it's Chief Brody, whether it's Quint, whether it's Hooper, even Hooper the the academic the uh, scientist he had to get his hands dirty cleaning the injectors for the engine after the after the shark attacks the the boat so what you have here is you have a working class movie is enjoyed by uh, people all over the world because it's real it's because of that that appeal still lingers there's little elements in it chief brody exhausted at the dinner table hanging out with his son after a bad day at work it's everybody can identify with that with some element in the movie, and that's what makes it so special. That's why it's the greatest movie of all time. Uh, what I've noticed is that there are so many fans that are just so involved in a project of some sort, just like Mr. Tedder is involved in rebuilding the Orca. There's other fans out there, and that's why this episode is going to be the first of a Super Fan Spotlight episode, where we are going to highlight someone who is uh, Jaws-obsessed, and working on a project of some sort. And uh, we're going to give this, make this a platform for your Jaws obsession to be heard. So there's Jaws artists out there, there's craftsmen, there's people that work on reproduction memorabilia or posters or paintings. I see them all the time popping up on eBay or Etsy.com. And it's just wonderful the talent that's out there in the Jaws fan base. So let this episode and hopefully, and definitely more to follow. Let this be a platform where you can come on board here and you, know, you can tell the world and say, hey, this is what I do. And everybody can either follow you along or enjoy your work. There hasn't really been a platform that can highlight the uh, uh, the entrepreneurial and hard work spirit of the Jaws fan. Aside from talking about the movie, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the fans of Jaws. And this is just going to be one of the first times we're going to get to do that. So this is exciting. 
In the first of a super fan spotlights, we have Chris Klaus with us here on the Jaws Obsession. Chris, how you doing? Great. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I was intrigued uh, by the uh, Chris emailed into the show. He has a Jaws van, 1976 GMC Vandura. Uh, it's an amazing project. So much detail has gone into it. I've been wanting to start a, a fan spotlight segment of the show, so why not start with Mr. Klaus and the Jaws van? Chris, what part of the world are you located in? And uh, please give a description of the van. Yeah, so we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area. Probably had the van maybe for about four years now. Um, but it is, a, it is a 1976 GMC General Motors Corporation Vandora. It is totally customized. Back in the day of the vaning craze, when it when it was in the 70s in its heyday, there were two ways of going about it. You can either create your own custom van, which a lot of people did, or what manufacturers saw, you know, the the profit, they can they actually started to make conversion vans that were customized right out of the factory and to allow people that didn't want to maybe get into the actual customization themselves could basically go buy a custom van, a conversion van, and then go and enjoy it already already done. Not with, not have done anything of it. Customized with like the details like um like uh yeah. like the seats or windows or actual paint schemes and de and decals. Actual paint schemes, wow. themes, you know, you, you could probably call the companies and have told them what you'd be looking for and they they'd have people I mean it was an assembly line. I mean they would have vans going on down the assembly line like there was no tomorrow. Yep. Uh, they, I mean, you talk to painters and artists and they'd be like, yeah, we would paint like, you know, 15 vans a day. I mean, that's how quickly it was. And depending on how quick it was would determine how elaborate the, the features were and stuff like that. So right, right. there's a, there's a company called that work that was called LRP leisure Rep recreational products. They were out of Wisconsin. They, they had bought like, I don't know, 500 GMC Vandoras for 70, the 76 model. All right. They took these 500, they converted them to a, the 4th of July celebration. Um, oh, the, type, the bicentennial. The bicentennial. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so there was, so GMC, LRP bought around 500 of these, converted about 500 of these 76 models into a, a bicentennial theme. All right. They basically were converted. They they went to a dealer's lot and people all over the country, people were buying them. So this van might have been in a late run, one of the later, uh, close to the 500. Yep. Uh, late in the year of 76, bicentennial is pretty much winding down. This vehicle, as I understood, just sit, sat on a lot that it didn't sell. The dealership took this van, the the bicentennial theme, and changed it to a shark theme. Wow! Nothing like it is today, but said, you know, hey, we got the Jaws kind of, uh, you know, craze kind of going on. They didn't call it Jaws, but they they did some muraling. They they changed a little bit of stuff around to get away from the bicentennial to get into a shark theme. Okay. So the original owners, um, Bob and Joanne Large, out of Kansas City. They were looking for a van and they went down the path of buying a conversion van. So they bought the shark van off the, off the dealer lot. A few years after they bought it, so, so in the late 80, late 70s, yep. they, they took it to a gentleman called Mike Pierce in Independence, Missouri, to basically do with what you see today. Totally revamped the whole thing uh, with the nice big shark, you know, coming out on the driver's side. Mm -hmm. 
And then on the passenger side, more of the ocean's theme. You got the Amity, uh, you know, beach theme. You got the little, you know, deck where where they throw the meat, the little the, the pier there. Yes. So that, and it's a wraparound mural, but the the interior is mostly LRP from '76. The wood floor, I think, is is oak. I'd have to verify that, but that was put in by Mr. Large and, and his good friend Don Noon. Um, wow. And then you know the running boards, the wood running boards. I think were put in by by Mr. Large. Okay, so, so yeah. it came off the lot with a shark theme already, but what we see the wraparound mural mural was added later on. Yes, yes, and finished in '83. Yes, it's a lot. It's a ton of work. Do you do you know how long it took for this work to be done at, at the time? Was it a year, half a year? Do you know what the time frame of the customization it, would it, have been? Probably took in earnest a couple years wow. to, to do it all. It, but, you know, it, it never, as you know, in either car customization or mm-hmm. restoration or, I mean, we have, we have a couple Chevelles and they're restored. They're done. I mean, I, there's nothing else to do with them. You just put gas and change the oil mm-hmm. and whatnot and go drive around and enjoy them. A van, there's so much you can do. There's so much twists and turns that you can, they're never, they're never done. They're never they're done, never. right maybe 2014 or 15, it was found on Craigslist for sale. And it was basically sitting on a, in a field outside, oh. you know, it's your typical horror story. Oh no. Um, <laughs> in a field outside under the Texas sun, uh, in East, in East Dallas. All right. So an individual who is a professor in Austin, he was teaching at the time in Connecticut. I guess he had a semester. He was going up there to help. He saw the ad and, you know, and Austin's very artsy and, you know, you may or may not be into Jaws type of thing, but it's a cool van. It's just a cool art thing. And, yep. you know, from like an Austin standpoint, it's a, it's a cool piece to have down in that area, Austin, Texas. Well, he told his then girlfriend to go and buy it. She went and bought it. It went from East Dallas sitting in the field, rotting away, deteriorating in to Austin, she left it outside, put multiple tarps around it to try to thinking that you're protecting it from the elements, but all that does is retain the moisture. Yep, traps the moisture. And, it, sure. and it, it just it just destroyed it even further. Oh my so goodness. in a very short amount of time, it, it was, so my wife and I, so I, we already have a, a van, we call it the innkeeper. Okay. Um, that, that's our, it's a Dodge 79 custom van, but I was like, I want, I would love to get, I, I could never stop thinking about this Jaws van. So <laughs> I don't know, like in 2017 or so, I, I, I had the license plate. I had a VIN number. I went to go search for it and I found that it was in Austin. I found uh, who the who the owner's name was. Right. It was a unique name. So I did a search and I found that this individual with the same name just so happens to be a professor at, at the university. So I had his email and I emailed him the, you know, hey, I'm I'm Chris and I'm interested and do you still have it? Whatever. I never thought he'd get a return response back. Sure enough, he responds back. He's like, you know, he goes, I really wasn't thinking of selling it, but I I'm I'm like I bought another house and I need some furniture and I don't know, maybe maybe I might be. So So you I mean, per- it, you purchased it sight on scene, but being the Jaws fan that you are, you just said I have to restore this to its original glory. And you, we're going to go get it and we're going to restore it. There it is. So and, I, all artists generally put their signature somewhere on in, in the art. And uh, that's why, how, how I know of Mike Pierce from independence, his name is in the back on the back door. And okay. it's, it's, you know, with an apostrophe 83. 
So I started looking for Mike Pierce, and sure enough, he still has a studio in Independence. He's still painting. I think he's 80 years old. Wow. I gave him a call. I, I get in contact with him. I'm like, Mike, you know, I mean, I could get anyone to, to redo this thing locally. Right. But I, I need the original. I need the original artist. And he's like, let, let, let's do it. Wow. So he's had it for <laughs> almost two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Um, he, paint is flowing. But again, total, all the rust has been, has been knocked out. Um, he has saved about, my goal to him was I needed for him to save as much of the original artwork as possible. Yeah. And he's been able to save around 80% of it. So okay. that that's exciting. Yes, the big I, Jaws mural has been saved and everything, yeah. I'm scrolling through the restoration photos, and it's pretty amazing that how he was keeping the original artwork intact while still trying to eliminate the rust. Right. Uh, it's pretty amazing. And we're we're going to add a couple things that's going to call our own. Uh, okay. I won't say what those are yet, but... Um, Mike is hoping, I just talked to him this weekend. He's, he's shooting for the end of March to be done. So, um, and then we got some other things we're going to do to it, but we're so excited to be able, I mean, I've been turning down events. I've been turning down, you know, um, things to, to have it at places and stuff like that. Cause like you said, even little kids, we go to a show. I got some photographs when I was at a, um, local, uh, auto, a new car auto shows. I was at a couple before we sent it over to Mike, Mike Pierce and, the Fort Worth and the Dallas auto shows, it, the cool thing of just the little kids coming over and just standing next to it and just, just looking at the jaws. And they, I don't know that they've seen the movie or anything, but sure. they want pictures next to it and stuff like that. Just, just so cool. It's the allure uh, of even jaws. The older it's great. parents. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and then you, then your addition. So you're the one that brought in the addition of the jaws memorabilia, the yellow barrel. And, and the sign, the beach clothes sign and stuff like that. And, and when you set yes. it up, on, you, and so typically, bef- uh, what, so after restoration, it's going to be, again, embark on festivals and car shows. Where, where, do you, where have you taken it before and uh, in uh, what, in like the Dallas area? Yeah, we've taken it to a couple auto shows, you know, like the, the new car auto show in Fort Worth and the new car auto show in Dallas. They would they would have your new cars, obviously, for people to come around and kick the tires and sure. look at for all the new vehicles that are going to be coming on market. But then they also have a classic car corral. Yep. So, you know, especially in the Dallas one was really cool where there was, you know, I mean, with Mustangs and, you know, old Corvettes and, and yeah. Camaros and stuff like that. The one that was organizing it all, he was giving away away awards and stuff like that. Well, to me, the one that was the, the most like I, I think the most notable is the fan favorite. So of course yep. Jaws was given the fan favorite of all the vehicles that were in there. Cause you may not know anything about cars. <laughs> you may not know anything about, but you know, it's the coolest thing that it I think stands out. See and, it definitely stands out. Um, and and that, know, that shows the appeal of Jaws. That's a, it's a fan favorite. And when you combine Jaws with any kind of car, you're, you're going to be the fan favorite for goodness sakes. Right. Right. And I know Mike, you know, He's like, I've never seen Jaws, so we dropped it off to him. Like, Mike, man, in order for you to work on this van, I, I need you to start watching Jaws so that you get the appreciation while That's you're, right. you know, sanding away and and you're priming and doing all this stuff. Knowing, you know, you may know about this in Austin. There's a resort that does Jaws on the water. Yes. So again, before we took it to Mike that summer, I was invited to come down to their. I think it was their opening week. Oh, and cool. have the jaws on display so that before the sun went down, um, yeah, it was it was a great great thing. You know, they had a, a jaws sand sculpture. 
they had uh, uh, Kittner floats with with the blood and like a side kind right. of eaten out of it. They they had all these events and stuff, and we we had our Jaws van there, well, to people to kind of get in the mood and get all excited about before they actually got on the water and watch the movie at night. That's cool. And all that, see, see, that's, that's, that's the, that's the magic that's happening here is that you have a display, a mobile display that goes there and gets people riled up. And for those that don't know the jaws on the water um, is where they screen jaws, but it's facing out towards the water, right? So you can go mm-hmm. into the water and watch jaws. The screen is actually right on the edge of the shore. Yeah. And you go into the water, fa- so you're facing the shoreline, but yeah. you're in you're in the water. And <laughs> the cool thing is they have scuba divers that that go under the water, and they don't they don't touch anyone, but they'll blow like their air on you. Yeah, yeah. You know, while they're underneath <laughs> you or stuff like that during some of the scenes. Oh, that's, that's really great. cool. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, and and now I know I have I have a '68 Dodge Charger in the garage. And oh, nice! That's my project car, and and you know, and that the thing is, is that when you drive that around, everybody wants to know what year and stuff, and uh, and and that was a very popular movie car as well. There's been a various movies mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. been in. Um, I imagine that when you drive this around just to fuel it up, you get uh, comments about from other people. Do you do you meet other Jaws fans while you're in town with this? Oh yeah, or, or whether it's it's fanatics like us, or mm-hmm. uh, people that says like, "Gosh, I I remember that movie," or such a it, the whole van scene, and then you throw the Jaws aspect because it was one of the first blockbusters. I think that was claimed one of the first blockbusters that came out. Yeah, there there's a time in the '70s and the, even in the early '80s that you, it's just never never going to happen again. But there's just so so many fond memories and right. being a vanner. Back in the day, which I wasn't, but I can only imagine and read the stories and read the articles and listen to people's st- things. It, it's just a time that, you know, carefree, you know, just uh, just an enjoyable. T- so w- when we take either our vans out, especially Jaws as well, there's just that recollection that people weren't, they didn't even come thinking that they were going to see a van, let alone, you know, a custom van, let alone a Jaws theme van. Right. Right. Uh, that that takes them back to a time that there's fond memories of like oh man yeah that, that that was such a good time and great memories back in the day and I was like you know I don't normally win anything and it's okay because you know they're all about the the Camaros and the Chevelles and stuff like that sure. but it's like if if people walk by and they walk away with a smile and it brings back great memories that 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 serves served the purpose well and that's what it's all about you know and and when did you when did you first see Okay, so let's get let's get into you and the yeah. and, and your Jaws obsession. Uh, when did you first see Jaws? Uh, what were your earliest memories of it? It it was it it was not that early. I mean, it, it might have been in the early '80s. I, I really can't remember okay. um, first seeing it. I, I will tell you that my my fear wasn't after even after I saw Jaws. It wasn't jaws it was actually piranha piranha because they're small tiny and sure, you go to the bathroom sure. i always felt that they could come through the, the the you know the plumbing system or whatever but yeah and fresh from, water from too a, piranhas always freak yeah, me out because fresh water yeah. right <laughs> yeah so i never really had that fear of jaws my wife and i were from new england so that brings some you know association there okay uh we we love going to the beach that's where we would always hang out and even so as we were growing up you you just you never you never can walk into a beach or an ocean the same again after watching such a movie because you just never know. I mean, yeah, you, you hear the stories where, you know, maybe a Jaws attacked a, a person on the water or whatever, but it's like 
that's their living room. You yes. know, until sharks can walk on water and breathe air and, and come in my <laughs> living room, there's a whole different story. But you're going into their thing and you just don't you just don't know. So that's part of the mystique of never mind just going into the water and having right. fun. It's just you just don't know. And that's and know. that's why I say it's the greatest movie ever made, because it appeals to literally everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. has been in the mm-hmm. water. Everybody has looked down, can't see the bottom, and then swim right back to shore because they get freaked out because you've seen right. Jaws. So that's that's one of my reasons why I say it's the greatest movie of all time. So now that we know that you are a Jaws super fan, okay, and uh, yep. and the and the 1976 GMC Vandura is an amazing project, I wanted to do a little experiment here where I will go, we're, we're going to mute the microphone and we're going to pause okay. the show, okay? And I am going to reveal to you the plan of episode 20 of the Jaws Obsession and the events that are going to be surrounding it and the, all the details. I wanted to run this by a super fan and then we're going to bring you back and then we're going to ask you some questions about the plan. What do you think? Okay. You, you think you're ready for that? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, Absolutely. all right. So we'll mute it here. Okay. And we'll be right back. This was no boat accident. Did you notify the Coast Guard about this? And we're back uh, with superfan Chris Klaus. And I just revealed to him everything about episode 20 and what's going to be happening. Now, Chris, I did not meet you before this. We have Correct. not, this is, I'm not paying you for this. So I'm taking a big risk. <laughs> And I uh, revealed everything to you as a super fan, and I wanted to just get your uh, reaction. Now that you know what the big plan is, does this make you excited about what's to come on the Jaws obsession? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I don't, there's nothing more I can say. Spe- speechless, you right? Wanna, <laughs> you don't want to give anything away. So okay. I, I'm not going to be that one that gives anything away. So. Okay. Well, without giving anything away, uh, will you think other Jaws fans will love what's going to happen? Yes. Yep. Hearing what you're talking about. Uh, well, well, I mean, the Star Wars franchise, I mean, I think they're doing a pretty good job with everything that's going on, tying everything together and stuff like that. But, I mean, this is what, what you've just described. You know, now nah, I'll never I'll never watch it again the same way, just from a two-minute conversation. Of, Isn't that amazing? Um, all right. that stuff is like, cool. Yeah, it's cool. That's, that's the thing. And it's like we can make – like if you think about Jaws, can actually be more enjoyable. It's like holy smoke! You're telling me it can be more enjoyable? Yeah, <laughs> what I just yeah. told you. You know, well, that, that's just a little piece of the pie. Is this something that other Jaws fans are going to uh, just be super excited about? Yes. Okay, and as a as a as a Jaws super fan, uh, can I count on you to help us spread the word on uh, uh, that the Jaws obsession about the uh, broadcast of the Jaws obsession? but especially about what's to come in the months after episode 20, how we're going to have to rally everybody. Um, do you think it's going to be easy to rally around what's going to be announced? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Absolutely. All right. All right. Uh, you know, the, the Jaws community is very alert. They're, they're very active. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be difficult at all. All right. See, then there it is. So you heard it here first. This was a cold reveal to a Jaws mm-hmm. super fan, and he hasn't hung up on me. He hasn't said this is outlandish. He said, actually, it's a pretty cool idea, right? And it's 
something that's got to be done, right? Because I, I just have a real belief that it's time that we as a JAWS community come together and do something to, to not only um, uh, show our appreciation to the movie, but also to uh, bring it into further enjoyment for uh, future generations, correct? Yeah, you know, we all, we want more, right? We want more. Mm-hmm. And uh, other other franchises, other other stories have more. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. Uh huh. There you go. Uh-huh. See, there you go. So, <laughs> see, we're we're all set here. Yeah, we we don't want to give anything away. And even me, I I actually sit there and I just go, man, wouldn't it? Seriously, I would just love to just go. Boom! Here it is. But it, there's a process to the whole thing, and part of the process is the fun, right? It's fun in in, right. in in enjoying the process of it all. With that, I think we're going to uh, bring this episode to an end. But before that, could you give out your social media for the Jaws Van so uh, the view so the listeners to this broadcast can actually click on it and actually see these wonderful pictures of the Jaws Van? Yeah, we got two ways to go about it. Uh, one on Facebook, we have a we have a site. It's it's Jaws with a space van uh jaws van uh the the picture that that is associated to it is our our tire our rear external tire carrier which shows you know the jaws right with the little van in front and the blue background mm-hmm. um, and then we have an instagram i believe it's just jaws van because i don't think you do spaces and stuff so it's just jaws van yep jaws van instagram not, not hard to find yeah jaws van yeah so jaws yeah, van yeah. and facebook uh what was it jaws I'm on Jaws with a space van. Jaws with a space van on on Facebook. So everybody, um, we're going to put links to that in the show description. So uh, whatever platform you're listening on, just uh, scroll down and you can click on that and you can see uh, the Jaws van and with uh, Chris Klaus and Chris. Thank you so much for coming on the show for with for the first Superfan Spotlight. I appreciate it, and we look forward to hearing about you for more uh, when you get that Jaws van back refurbished. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. Um, we'll most certainly, I've been pretty quiet, not wanting to like, like you've been yeah. uh, pretty quiet. Not, you know, once it, once it, once we get it back, it'll be unveiled. Uh, some of the new touches and stuff we've got on it. I look forward to knowing what I know. I look forward to the reception and uh, yes. all that comes with it at the, at the 20th episode and beyond. All right. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much, Chris. And I look forward to that. We'll stay in touch. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. And there we have it. The first of a Superfan Spotlight episode. And this won't be the last. So everybody go see the Jaws van at the following links. You can drop down in the description of this podcast. broadcast on whatever platform you're listening on and we'll have the links there so you can go see what the jaws van looks like and follow um mr klaus so um and you can find out where he's going to be eventually touring around and setting up shops so you can go see it in person so there we have it jaws obsession episode 11 is wrapping up we're that much closer to episode 20 And we're counting on you to help us spread the word. Episode 20 is coming, and it's coming fast. So everybody needs to be tuned in and listening. I'm tired, I want to go to bed. I had a little bit of a little bit.
The movie Jaws is copyrighted property of Universal Studios. Any references and sampling from the movie Jaws in this episode is intended to fall within Section 107 of the Copyright Act. The copyrighted materials are fairly used for the purposes of criticism, comment, reporting, teaching, and research. The materials used here are protected by the fair use guidelines of Section 107 of the Copyright Act. All rights reserved to the copyright owners. Thanks again for tuning in. JawsOB.com. That's JawsLettersOB.com. You can follow the links to our contact page. Just jump on the Telegram channel or Discord server. So anyone else with any ideas, uh, any Jaws obsessions out there that might want to be on the show, give us an email, JawsOB2025 at gmail.com, and we'll see if we can get you on. Thanks for listening. Until next week, farewell and adieu, and show me the way to go home. Mm-hmm.